Today in our men's lunch, we're going to talk about the biblical man, and that's what we've been talking about this whole year, the biblical man living according to God's word, the biblical man and his direction. Uh, the truth is this today, uh, your life, if you think about your life, your life is made up of the decisions that you make. Your life, what it is, what it looks like, is the result of all the cumulative decisions that you make. And, and whatever your age is here today, if you're older, if you're younger, whatever your lot in life is here today, uh, all of those decisions, your career, uh, where you work, your spouse, your family, uh, where you live, the fact that you even live here, uh, what you do, what you did with all the hours, all the time you were given, uh, if you're considered a success today, if you're considered a failure, all of those things are the result of the decisions that you made and that you make over the course of your life. Uh, one day the question is going to be really, did your life matter? Did my life matter? Did it, did it mean something? Did it count for something? And, and that answer as well is going to rest with the decisions uh, that you make. And so the question today then is this. If your life is determined by the decisions that you make, if it's marked by the decisions that you make uh, for Christians, uh, those who are seeking to live as Christ followers, as people who are living to honor God, uh, the question is this, how do we make good decisions? How do we, for Christians, know God's will? And that's really the question we need to look at as followers of Jesus Christ. His will, we believe, according to God's word, is best for us. He is wise. He is good. He knows uh, what's, again, best for our life. How do we know His will? Sometimes I say, and maybe you say the same thing, sometimes I'll, I'll say, you know what, if, if God would just tell me uh, what He wants, I would do that. If He would just show me, hey, don't do this thing and, and don't become involved in this thing. And, and if you'll do this thing, it'll turn out great. If he would just show me somehow, if he would just tell me somehow, uh, I, I'm not dumb enough that I wouldn't listen to him. I would try my best to do what he's called me to do. So the question is, uh, does he tell us like that? Uh, really, on a, on a basic level, can we know God's will? And you know what, as a, as a person that's endeavored to live according to his word, a follower of Jesus Christ, can we truly know God's will? And I, I'll just tell you the answer today is yes. Um, he has uh, a plan for you. He has a will for you. And he's not playing games with you. It's not some puzzle that if you'll do this, you might figure it out. And if you'll do, do these things, maybe the pieces will fit together. Uh, he's not playing that type of, of game with us. If he has a will for us, if he has a plan for us, he wants you to know it. He wants me to know it. He wants us to know it. And so we can absolutely know God's will for our life. We can know his plan for our life. Uh, he wants us to know it. So today... I want to show us four ways that we can know God's will in our life. Four ways that we can know God's will for our life. First thing is this. First way you can know God's will for your life is through the Word of God, through the Bible. And, and be sure and hear this today. Listen to me. Uh, some people are saying different things, but listen to this. The primary way that God talks to us is through His Word. Do you understand that? The primary way that God speaks to us is through His Word. These are, these are His words. The Bible, uh, this is His speech to us. He is speaking to us through His Word. And if we want to hear from God 
about anything, we have to be in His Word. And, and that's the starting place. You want to know what God has said? You want to know what He's saying to you? You want to know what He has for your life? You have to spend time in God's Word. He speaks to us through His Word. There's people today, and, and maybe sometimes we fall into this category, but sometimes people say, you know what? I do not know what God is saying. And I, I wish I knew what God was saying. And, and I don't know what he wants me to do. I'm, I'm thinking about changing jobs. And I'm thinking about a different career. I'm, I'm thinking about taking a different course in my life. And I don't know what God is saying to me. Uh, I want to tell you today, the first place is to, to evaluate. Are you reading God's word? Are you studying God's word? Are you memorizing God's word? Are you in his word? Are you where his word is taught and where it's studied and where it's preached? And not some other kind of nonsense, but actually the word of God. God speaks to us through his word. Psalm 119 verse 105 says this. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now think about the image that's, that's used here in this verse. God's word is a lamp. God's word is a light. Now, what that means is God's word illuminates the way. God's word shows the way. So you want to know what God is saying? You want to know what God's plan is for your life? You have to be committed to his word. Spending time in it, reading it, studying it, memorizing it, being where it's preached, being where it's taught. So the first thing is, is the word of God. Second thing you want to know what God is saying? You want to know God's will for your life? You have to spend time in prayer. You have to spend time in prayer. To hear from God, it just makes sense that we would spend time communicating with God. How crazy that we would think, I need to hear from God and I want to hear what God has for me, but I wouldn't spend time in communication with God. And I'm talking about consistent and frequent time in prayer, communication with God. When I was in college, there was a guy, and uh, he played football with me. We ran around together. Uh, we went out together. We hung out together. Uh, we were good friends. This guy was a good friend of mine. We talked. We spent a lot of times messing around. Uh, I would tell you, this guy's a good friend of mine. Uh, now that guy is the head coach for the Houston Texans, Bill O'Brien. He coaches for the Houston Texans. If you were to say, hey, uh, that's your friend, I'd say, yeah, that, that's my friend. I, I, I spent a lot of time with him. But if you were to say today, what is his wife's name? I have no clue what his wife's name is. What's his kid's name? How many kids does he even have? I know he has one son. I don't know after that. What kind of car does your friend drive? What does your friend like to do for fun? Uh, I would have to tell you honestly, the last time I talked to him was 1990. And maybe you'd say, well, maybe you know him, but there's no relationship with him. Well, think about that in, in our life. We hear from God. God speaks to us when we spend time in consistent and frequent prayer. We have a relationship with him, speaking and hearing when we have a consistent time in prayer. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, but if any of you among you lacks wisdom, you need to know. I, I, I want to hear what God has to say. I want godly wisdom. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given 
to him. Now, James chapter 1, verse 5 is a big verse because we have God's promise. If you, know, if you want God's wisdom, if you want God's direction, God says, ask him for it, and he's going to give it to you. He's not only going to give it to you, he's going to give it to you generously. He's not going to say, well, let me give you a little bit, maybe a little bit later as you can take it. You ask him, I, I want to see your will. I want, I want godly wisdom as I operate in my life. He's going to generously give it to you is what he says in his word. Notice it says something here that maybe we miss sometimes. It says, he gives it to us without reproach. Now what that means is he doesn't grind us up for being so dumb that these dumb people are back here seeking my direction. He is honored that we seek his direction. He is pleased that he seeks his direction. So he's, he's not going to say, you know what, man, I, I told you this before and you blah, blah, blah. And, and I can't believe you don't have the understanding of this by now. And, and you've been in church 17 years and, and I'm, I'm going to grind you up before I give it to you. It says he gives it to us generously and he gives it to us without reproach. So the second thing, we have to spend time in prayer. First thing, we have to spend time in, in God's word. Third way we can know God's will is through godly people. Godly people. Now, this is a biblical truth. God leads us through the example of and through the guidance of and through the advice of godly people. Now, be sure and notice I said here, godly people. Not all people. Uh, not all people have good advice for you, but, it, but godly people. Um, how many people do you know, and you might can think of somebody right off hand, that you watch their life and they make great decisions? You ever know anybody like that? They make great decisions. If they decide something, it always turns out, it always works out for them. Uh, over the course of their life, over the pattern of their life, they just make great decisions. You think, man, that is a, a godly, wise person. That guy has godly wisdom, and it, and it seems that he operates with that wisdom. Do you know any other people, and again, don't point to them today, who just make horrendous decisions, just make horrible decisions? And, and really, you look at their life, and it's just a train wreck of decisions. Do this, and it crashes and burns. Do this, and the train wrecks. And if, if they're going to make a decision, you, you be wise and do the opposite of what they do. Uh, do you know people like that? Proverbs eleven fourteen says this. Where there is no guidance... The people fall, but in an abundance of counselors, there is victory. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 22 says, Without consultation, plans are frustrated, but with many counselors, plans succeed. Here's a pretty big one. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20 says, He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Now what, what those things say to us is this. You know what? As a godly person seeking to honor God in your life, you need to surround yourself with godly, God-seeking, and God-serving people. That's what that means. Well, it doesn't matter who I run around with. That's not true. You need to surround yourself with godly, God-honoring, God-serving people. You need to be in the fellowship of Christians. That's why we want to be in the fellowship of a church. Godly people with the same goal and the same mindset. Surround yourself with those type of people. I don't know if, if this would be a popular thing to say, but you know what? Uh, there are some people who just act too dumb for you to hang around with. 
Well, you mean put them aside? It says if you hang around fools, you're going to be a fool yourself. I don't want to be a fool. That's what the Bible says. There are some people that just do stupid things, dumb things. And if you're like me and have a pack mentality, if you hang around with them long, long enough, you'll be doing stupid things. Um, there's people that we need to say, you know what, I, I, the, 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 the fellowship I have with you, I'm not against you, I'm not mad at you, but you know what, I need to surround myself with godly, God-honoring, God-serving people. So we see, you want to know God's will, you need to be committed to God's word. You want to know God's will, you need to, to spend time in prayer. Ask him for wisdom. And then you, you want to spend time with godly people and they will advise you and counsel you. Fourth thing is this, and, and this is something that when I, when I first started thinking about this, I did not add this, but it's something I believe is very important and I've added it uh, to our list today. The fourth thing is this, if you want to hear God's will, if you want God to speak to you and, and give you direction in your life, you have to live in obedience. You have to live in obedience to God. I believe, and we talked about this when we went through the Lord's Prayer, I believe this is why the Lord's Prayer says, Thy will be done. Our model in prayer is that God's will would be done. Our will, our desire, our hope is not that we would hear His will, but that we would hear and put into practice His will. Our, our desire is not that we would just know His will, but it's that His will would be done. That has to be our heart as a follower of Jesus Christ. You know what? I want to know your will, but you know what? I'm going to commit and carry out your will. My desire is that your will would be done. Jesus says in John chapter 14, If you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments. We are called to be obedient. We're called to be an obedient people. Uh, you could go and I could tell you verse after verse, as Christians, we're called to live holy lives, different lives. As Christians, we're called to have changed lives. That's what the Bible says. We're, to be, we're not to conform to this world. We're to be transformed. We're to have changed lives. We're to live and we're to walk in obedience. Now think about that for just a second. In your life, God says, do this. And you say, well, that's not important to me right now. And God says, well, do this. And you say, well, that's, that's too hard for me right now. God says, well, do this. And you say, well, you know what? I've got a lot going on. That's not a priority for me right now. And then God in his leadership and God in his direction says, you know what? Don't do this. This is not a good thing. Don't do this. And you say, well, it's okay. It's fine. I think it'll work out. God says, you know what? This thing that you're about to do, it's not in my direction. And you say, well, it's in my direction, and I, and I want to do what I want to do. And we consistently give him a stiff arm as he tries to speak to us. We live in disobedience. Let me ask you this. How excited do you think he is when we come to him and say, God, tell me what to do in this area. God, tell me what to do in my work life and in my, my marriage life. God, tell me some direction in this area. And yet we have to say, you know what, I've ignored you in all the other ten areas. You know what, I've shut my ear to what you said in the other five areas. You know what, I've rebelled and gone against your plan in these other areas, but now I need you to speak to me. How willing do you think he is to say, well, let me just tell you something else. You haven't listened so far. Think about this for just a second. Those people who make those great decisions, those people who seem to hear from God. Man, I'd like to hear from God like they hear from God. Those people who seem to know where God is always leading, 
Go back and look at their life. And I think you'll see people who walk in obedience. That's why their life turns out. That's why their life is ordered. They've said, you know what? God's plan for the family is this. I'll submit to it. God's plan for my, fam- my work is this, and I'll submit to it. And God's plan for my thought life is this, and I'll submit to it. God's plan for my witness is this, and I'll submit to it. And they're obedient. And you know what? God blesses that. And it looks like, man, what a wise life they lead. Can we hear from God? Absolutely. We have to be in God's Word. We have to go to the Bible. We have to spend time in prayer and and frequent communication with God. We need to surround ourselves with godly people, and we have to endeavor to lead a life of obedience. God will reveal His will to you. Glad you're here today. Pray that God spoke to you. I'm going to ask if you'll stand out, lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll be dismissed. Let's pray. Dear Father, we come. We're thankful for you today. We're thankful that you do have a plan for us. You have a will for us, that you're wise, that you're all-knowing, that your, your, your will for us is not to grind us up and not to chew us up, but, but for the best life that we can lead that would honor you and point to the living God. I pray that we would be committed to your word and, and we would spend time reading it. We'd spend time studying it. We, we would go where it's preached and where it's taught. And again, the true word of God, we consume it. Pray that we'd be people of prayer, that we would frequently spend time in communication, speaking and listening to you, that we would know your, you would know your voice because we spent so much time in prayer. Pray that we would be wise and we would surround ourselves with godly people and God-honoring people, and they would, they would influence us, and, and we'd see a better direction in the course of their life. And then I pray for us in this room that maybe today we would endeavor to say, you know what, I am going to be obedient to what God has said. I may not know all that He said, but I know this is what He said, and I'll be obedient to what I know. Help us in that. We tell you today, we're thankful for you. I pray for each man here. Bless him. Bless his home. Bless his family through him. Change our hearts. Let us be directed after you. And I pray that it would make a great impact for your glory. We tell you we love you, we praise you, and we thank you. And I pray in Jesus' name, amen.